the programme we continue a little princess, chapter one, this is part four. Drag her away from her books when she reads too much, said her papa. Make her ride her pony in the row or go out and buy a new doll. She ought to play more with dolls. Papa, said Sarah, you see, if I went out and bought a new doll every few days, I should have more than I could be fond of. Dolls ought to be intimate friends. Emily is going to be my intimate friend. Captain Crewe looked at Miss Minchin, and Miss Minchin looked at Captain Crewe. Who is Emily? she inquired. Tell her, Sarah, Captain Crewe said, smiling. Sarah's green-grey eyes looked very solemn and quite soft as she answered. She is a doll I haven't got yet, she said. She is a doll Papa is going to buy for me. We are going out together to find her. I have called her Emily. She is going to be my friend when Papa is gone. I want her to talk to about him. Miss Minchin's large fishy smile became very flattering indeed. What an original child, she said. What a darling little creature. Yes, said Captain Crewe, drawing Sarah close. She is a darling little creature. Take great care of her for me, Miss Minchin. Sarah stayed with her father at his hotel for several days. In fact, she remained with him until he sailed away again to India. They went out and visited many big shops together and bought a great many things. They bought, indeed, a great many more things than Sarah needed. But Captain Crewe was a rash, innocent young man and wanted his little girl to have everything she admired and everything he admired himself, so between them they collected a wardrobe much too grand for a child of seven. There were velvet dresses trimmed with costly furs, and lace dresses and embroidered ones and hats with great soft ostrich feathers, and ermine coats and muffs and boxes of tiny gloves and handkerchiefs and silk stockings in such abundant supplies that the polite young women behind the counters whispered to each other that the odd little girl with the big, solemn eyes must be at least some foreign princess, perhaps the little daughter of an Indian rajah. And at last they found Emily, but they went to a number of toy shops and looked at a great many dolls before they discovered her. I want her to look as if she wasn't a doll, really, Sarah said. I want her to look as if she listens when I talk to her. The trouble with dolls, Papa, and she put her head on one side and reflected as she said it, the trouble with dolls is that they never seem to hear. So they looked at big ones and little ones, at dolls with black eyes, dolls with blue dolls with brown curls and dolls with golden braids, dolls dressed and dolls undressed. You see, 
Sarah said when they were examining one who had no clothes. If when I find her she has no frocks, we can take her to a dressmaker and have her things made to fit. They will fit better if they are tried on. After a number of disappointments, they decided to walk and look in at the shop windows and let the cab follow them. They had passed two or three places without even going in when, as they were approaching a shop which was really not a very large one, Sarah suddenly started and clutched her father's arm. Oh, papa, she cried, there is Emily. A flush had risen to her face, and there was an expression in her green-grey eyes, as if she had just recognised someone she was intimate with and fond of.